Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. February 8, 2021, the Clawbacks and Compensation Edition. And we begin with that story from the Wall Street Journal as many companies are now withholding more of their top executives' pay for longer, hoping to avoid the hassle of recouping it if or when executives are later found responsible for misconduct. The changes build on clawback provisions that have become widespread in the compensation arena and are a recognition by companies that retaining unpaid compensation is easier than trying to recover it once it's in an executive hands. One only need think about the Goldman Sachs clawbacks as part of their uh, FCPA settlement uh, to see this. When it comes to compensation, the most effective way to recoup monies are to never give it out. The principal, Bristol Myers Squibb, for instance, is requiring execs to hold three quarters of their equity gains for at least a year after the awards vest and become fully become the executives. Uh, drugstore chains such as Walgreens and CVS have made misconduct a factor that lets companies revoke deferred pay. Next stop, next up is a continued GameStop stories, also from the Wall Street Journal. Indeed, all our stories uh, in this edition are from the Journal. Washington was quick to react, but it's unclear what the regulatory response will be. Certainly, the Securities and Exchange Commission will be looking into it, uh, but one former Goldman banker who sits on the House Financial Services Committee said, I do not think there are a lot of people taking a lot of risk, uh, and they don't understand that risk. The most effective remedy for this is touching a hot stove, but there may be a lack of political will to limit trading by small investors. Certainly when you have people like Ted Cruz and AOC advocating for the same policy, you're in uh, land that uh, has previously not been explored, at least from the congressional regulatory and oversight perspective. What the Fed does, what uh, the SEC does, and other regulators is uh, open at this point. Next up, uh, Merrick CFO is moving into the CEO role. Chief Financial Officer Robert Davis will be becoming CEO on July 1 as the current CEO plans to retire. Davis joins a relatively small group of CFOs who have ascended to the top spot. Typically, CFOs are not equipped to be CEOs because they're so myopically focused on cost-cutting and financial that they don't have the vision to uh, to have a uh, lead a broader organization, but Davis, who has a law degree and an MBA, um, rose to the ranks of Lillian Baxter before going over to Merrick. And it's going to be interesting to see if he engages in the typical CFO role of we'll we'll just lay off more people uh, without really investing in technology and having a broader vision to help lead the company going forward. Finally, our last story uh, is leftover corruption from the Trump administration as <clears throat> the FBI building is finally being uh, put up for uh, bids to move. The General Services Administration is embarking on another phase of the effort to uh, give the FBI a new headquarters that Donald Trump blocked 
because he didn't want the headquarters moving away from his hotel. So once again, the corruption of the Trump administration hamstrung uh, U.S. law enforcement uh, services as they hamstrung our international services as well. But it's going to be interesting to see where the GSA uh, comes down on where the FBI should move to. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.